supposed to be the soldier who never blows his composure. Even though I hold the weight of the whole world on my shoulders, I ain't never supposed to show it. My crew ain't supposed to know it. Even if it means going toe to toe with the benzino, it don't You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. You want to talk gambling? You want to voice your displeasure of the Rockets? Or you want to bring a positive light and say, hey, there's... Don't get down, everyone. Everyone that we hear, we hear your your voice and how upset. That's what we want to hear on this show. We know it's been a few days. It's a weekend. You want to get it off your chest. That's what Josh and I were just talking about during break. Not not everyone lives in the Twitter world where you can go on there and start spatting out whatever. So as soon as you hear the money line guys at Josh Jordan ninety seven five at Clutch City Cam and at Jerry Bo knows as soon as you hear our voices, this is the time to get that out. We want to hear it. We want to talk to Rocket Guy. We want to know what you want going forward. 713-780-3776. And you can definitely tweet the show as well. If you don't you can't call, you know, maybe you're with family right now. Tweet us, text the show. You know, we're gonna bring it all up. We'll we'll talk rockets as much as you guys want to do it today. We'll bring a little levity to the show here just for a second. We've been pretty sports heavy to the start. Have you seen this thing with Dennis Rodman getting caught and like being drunk and robbing a yoga studio. Have you seen this? It was on TMZ. Tell the people some more about this. Dude, guys, so he goes in with a group of, he's got a, like, I think like two women with him and another guy. So he's like, got a group of people going into this yoga studio. And essentially, I'm looking at the article here. The, the people that worked at the yoga studio say that they all just reeked of alcohol. No surprise there. We know Dennis Rodman's had his issues with alcohol over the years. So essentially what's happening is he's going in there and just kind of being a distraction, you know, going up to the, the employees and kind of talking to them and, hey, show me this and show me that. And he's a big dude, right? Like, you know, well over 6'5". And he's kind of standing you know, shielding his the people that are with him, he's shielding them from the employees. And as soon as he kind of stands in front of them, th- these girls are grabbing all the like yoga pants and, and, and clothes and shoving them in their purse. As soon as Dennis Rodman's kind of standing in front of him and running <laughs> interference, and uh, they interviewed the employees saying like, "Yeah, they all smelled a booze." And and then they went back at the security cameras, and they of course they saw him stealing all these. And who does that? I'm going to go get drunk and, and run a big elaborate scheme to steal yoga pants. You know, like that's what you're stealing. They also so took a they 25. <laughs> they also took a $2,500 crystal that was, uh, I, from what I understand, it was broken and then they still took it. Yeah, I don't they, understand they, what's they, going on with they that. They dropped it. It shattered all over the floor. $2,500. And on some reports, he was acting strange. I heard he was like grinding like uh, like where you pay, like at the register. Like he was kind of like grinding on the. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But what I don't understand is, okay, so that was May 7th, right? Yeah. A new report says that Rodman and his friends have gone back. The crew went back to Vibes the next day and got caught stealing again. That's the first rule ever is don't return to the scene of the crime. You well, do dumbass things. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty pretty soon you're going to be labeled a dumbass. So if Word. the plan was to be the diversion, right, and... So the second time you walk in, they're like, okay, there's Dennis Rodman, yes. the, one, the one that just shoplifted. Yeah, drunk. So how can you po- – I don't understand this. Something else. There's got to be more to this. See, he's not right. He's not right right now. No. And I, like, I had to read this. I watched the videos and literally just 
sticking yoga pants down there. Yes. Yes. Sticking yoga pants down their yoga pants. Is he still married to that doll? Didn't he get married to a doll or something? Was <laughs> yeah. he stealing pants that, for her? That right? was some time back, but yeah. Touche. I forgot about that. And this all makes sense. Such a wonderful marriage, it slipped past my mind. <laughs> right? I mean, he had a thing with Carmen Electra for a while, too. So, like, some of those choices were, were pretty solid. But... Dude, he's just not right. I, I remember when he was on that Celebrity Apprentice show or whatever, he was in the news for basically being drunk and just you know just getting hammered during their little challenges. And he'd just wander off like to the hotel bar, and they'd be like, oh, we got to get this presentation together. Let's get the PowerPoint. And Rodman's just walking out the back door and sitting in the hotel bar just hammering like cranberry vodkas and then coming back to the meetings and just like passing out. So like this, is, this has been a deal for him for a while. Didn't he just go to – he went to North Korea just to kick it. Like who goes yeah. to North Korea just to kick it for a vacation? Only somebody who is – clinically crazy like dennis yeah. rodman is way out there i thought i was loopy and weird i don't have anything on dennis <laughs> no <laughs> he's and, out of control and all that money dude and he's stealing yoga pants that's know? what i'm saying it's more to it because he yeah. probably had enough money in his pockets and once you get to that it's more uh well i don't know because what's up with the the girls like how do how does this even come about i, I mean let me clarify I'm a big fan of yoga pants. Let me just put that out there. Yeah. Big, big fan. Big fan. Yeah. So I, I could see why why somebody would want some yoga pants. But if I'm a famous basketball player, I'm, I'm probably not stealing them in front of security cameras, too. Like, everybody knows there's cameras everywhere. You can't go through a traffic light without cameras being on you at every corner. And you're in a store where you know there's cameras. And you're not just some dude. You're Dennis Rodman. They're going to recognize you. And the you. second time? Yes. You're like, oh, well, there they come again. Yes. Like, they see it coming. I don't understand that. Let's talk McDonald's. Came up in the news. They'll soon start to offer Americans a taste of the rest of the world. Ooh. So basically, McDonald's International, they have different things on their menus. Yeah. And at select locations, starting June 5th, just started already. So now you can get a, something called the Stroop Waffle McFlurry. Basically, a vanilla soft serve with a caramel swirl and touched, uh, chopped with Dutch Dalman's caramel waffle cookies. Hmm. I think I'll stick with the Royale with cheese. How about a know? tomato mozzarella chicken sandwich? <laughs> Grilled or crispy chicken and topped with tomato and herb sauce, mozzarella cheese, uh, onions, lettuce, and Roma tomatoes. Hmm. The okay. Grand McStream Bacon Burger. It's basically a quarter pound topped with thick cut applewood smoked bacon, McBacon sauce, goat cheese, and onions. It's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Look, I see why they do this, and it is kind of interesting how the menu changes, you know, where are, where you are in the world. You wouldn't think that because, I mean, here in America, it's pretty much always the same. It's the Royale with cheese. Yeah, Royale with cheese, and every now and then you can get a McRib or a Love Big Mac, but but that's about it. I'm not really a McDonald's guy myself, so I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to lie. I just kind of just stuck up to, to myself because then, like you said, you start picturing. So across the world, what does – I mean, I don't know if they have, uh, let's say, a Taco Bell, but what does their Taco Bell consist of? You know what I mean? Like, How do you, With Taco Bell, it's like every menu item is essentially 
almost the same ingredients. You know, it's just put together in a different way, like a chalupa or a burrito or a taco or my a quesadilla. My mom would say, sorry, mom, but my mom would say bur- burrito. Yeah. The only difference about going to Taco Bell in a different country is you're just getting a different type of dog in your food. <laughs> like, that's the only <laughs> difference. Taco Bell, burn, is, Taco burn, Bell is such burn. garbage. I hate myself for going to Taco Bell those late nights in high school and college when, you know, you're, you know, had a couple of Gatorades or, sure. or drinks like that. I can't do Taco Bell. It's I feel a, terrible afterwards. You do, but it's a lifesaver, you know, when you're hammered and you're sitting in the drive through line. Uh, I did want to bring this up before we get to break. Did you see this deal where uh, this this guy basically tricked everybody into thinking he was a draft pick for the Packers and he went to Nashville for the draft and basically just got himself a really nice suit, hired a couple buddies to follow him around with cameras and he gave himself the name Deuce Dominguez. Like, he didn't even, like, come up with a real draft prospect's name. That sounds like an off-brand yeah. video game that didn't have the rights. <laughs> it does. And, I mean, you know, he's 6'6", so he's a pretty big-sized dude. And, and it works. He just goes around just all the way up and down uh, the street there. He gets into some of the barbecue joints. He actually gets into the draft. He gets into the VIP sections. I mean, like literally like the bands at these bars are like, deuce, deuce, deuce. And they're bringing him up on the stage. And there's all these bachelorette parties and all these, all these thirsty chicks are coming up to him. You know, like, ooh, draft pick. This guy is a fresh millionaire. And they're all hitting on him. And, you know, they're sending him like six pictures at a time, getting his phone number. Number. It's crazy. It is amazing how many, and it's football fans. You know, there's it's football fans in Tennessee, and they're like, "Hey, what's your name?" Oh, Deuce Dominguez. Great, oh man, great year last year, man. Great pick by the Packers. <laughs> I knew they were going to get you. <laughs> he told he was in a like a Boise State jumpsuit. You know, he said he was a left tackle from Boise Ta- Boise State, and like Taylor Lewan happened to be like doing some type of meeting there because you know he plays for the Titans and he was in Tennessee. He goes up to Taylor Lewan. He's like, "Hey, man." Man, can you give me any advice? And I'm an offensive lineman, and Lawan's like, "Oh man, I can tell you're a big guy." <laughs> it's oh like, my god! No, he's not even a football player at all. You've seen these things happen before. It's a lot easier to sneak into this stuff than you think it is. I mean, just have a suit on and have a you know one of the proper draft hats on. Be a big dude, and you know have some people following you around with cameras. You can do anything. You could probably get in the White House doing something like that. Yeah. So. We got some game sevens today. I'm getting, I'm getting some. Uh, I bring this up right now. I'm getting some on the text line. People saying, "Where are the picks at? Where are the picks?" Yep. We got about 45 minutes left before then. I'm gonna drop them somewhere in between here, and I got a huge, huge soccer play that we're gonna make the play of the day here on Moneyline. When we get back, we'll start throwing out some bets. It's Let's it, do we've, it. We've talked. We've talked sad things. We've talked some funny things. But now it's time to talk money. Let's get to the cash. You listen to Moneyline ESPN 97.5. Interesting question. How do you score a fight? <laughs> 57, 57. Bruce Lynn for Vatnikov. Landed some palatial shots. He rounds four and five, but Mike Alvarado just outworked him. He rounds six to even it all up. Officially, uh, you know, the uh, on the record, the way you, you score a fight is clean punching, effective aggressiveness, ring generalship, and defense, and you score those four points 25% each. In other words... Clean punching is obvious, you know, the guy who's landing the clean the hard shots. Effective aggressiveness is pretty obvious, the one who's pushing the other guy back, the one who's getting off first, he's the aggressor. Ring generalship, you're putting the opponent where you want to put him in the ring, 
Another good combination for Gennady as he pins Stevens in the corner. And defensive, of course, you keep your elbows in tight, your hands up high, you block the punches with your forearms. The truth of the matter is, is that you score 99% for clean punching and 1% for the other three. And that's the truth. They really complicated something that's very, very simple. Say to yourself, who did more damage in that round? They give him 10 points and you'll be a great judge. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Honest block, Nate Dog just bit it, so it's time to concoct. No one could do it better like this two man crew. They say we want here to quit us. Now what y'all gonna do? Always into something, that's my name. Only out for money, hey, cause that's the game. People always ask me why I'm out for scratch. He who has the most is he who won the match. Strike one, me and Nate Dog is a match. You're Strike listening two, to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 Studios. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, where nobody does it better. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975. If you want to tweet us, you can text us at that same 713-780-3776 at Josh Jordan975 at Clutch City Cam at Jerry Bow Knows with the S. The Z is still not back. With it being Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day. Shout out to all the ladies out there right now celebrating your day, getting ready to celebrate. I hope barbecue is in the air. Earlier this week, Jimmy Fallon had a, he started up a hashtag called a hashtag mom quotes. Basically people writing in different, uh, you know, things their mom has told them and whatnot. Just to read a couple of them and have a good time here. Uh, one says, call me when you get to your hotel. Basically their, their mom said, uh, call me when you get to the hotel. I don't want anyone to steal your kidneys. <laughs> Another guy says uh, he heard his mom talking softly in the dark, uh, dark hallway. He comes out, says, Mom, who are you talking to? Mom says, ISIS. Says, do you, you mean Siri? He's like, yeah, <laughs> the same thing. Same thing. Uh, another one. My mom texted her friend, LOL, after her cat died, thinking it meant lots of love. <laughs> Hashtag mom quotes. My mom, after I told her I broke up with my boyfriend, are you sure it wasn't your personality that ended the relationship? Work harder. Mom quote. <laughs> Ouch. I dropped my phone by accident. And my mom said, this is why you shouldn't have kids. I regret it every day. Mom quotes. <laughs> uh, just a couple of funny things to go here. We love, uh, we love all the moms out there. And uh, it, just, it, was just, it was just a good segment that Jimmy Fallon has. Speaking of mom quotes, uh, this is kind of embarrassing, but uh, I'll do it for my mother since she's, she's funny. A couple weeks ago, she, uh, she was making fun of my love life, and she actually pulled me aside and said, Cameron, should I even remember the next girl's name? Ooh, Ooh burn. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what your 20s are for, right? I mean... I get lonely, Josh. <laughs> Hold me. <laughs> I'm lonely. I'm sorry, Cam. We'll, we'll try and brighten your day here. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we need to do like a like a listener like event thing. You know, go do some kind of remote. You know, get some get some senoritas coming up and talking to Cam. Use the power of radio to get him some action. You know, the ladies love you know people that are they're in the media. Maybe we get Cam a a life partner. How about that? If you're I'm looking down. for a life partner that can produce seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six, he has a he has a a dirty seventeen foot jumper. He, he likes long walks on the beach. He 
basically uses his hands. He's paid to use his hands for a living. That, that's got to be good, right? Yeah. And he'll drink anything. He can hit all the right buttons. Hmm? See what I did there? Oh, yeah. 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 Needed the rim shot there. So, yeah, we need to do something like that. We'll see if we can get something going. Jerry and I keep talking. We got to get a soccer bar sponsor in the show so we can go oh, out we're working on that we need yeah. to we need to if you're listening out there you're a, you, you're owner of a soccer bar work at a soccer bar give us a call we're we're going to make it a home home base to somewhere we can go and watch all our our, our soccer games and yeah it's june 15th we get copa america kicked off you better be sure that i'll be out and about watching all these games june 1st the copa america uh, or the uh, champions league final we know the participants in that liverpool pulled off the unthinkable this week Pulling off a comeback against Barcelona and Ajax did the same thing. Uh, or I'm sorry, Ajax lost to Tottenham, uh, Liverpool, Tottenham. Uh, basically, Tottenham pulled off the improbable with no seconds left. Basically, in the last minute of injury time, Tottenham was able to get the goal. Lucas Moura, his hat trick, and uh, the rest is history. Tottenham, Liverpool final, June 1st. We'll be out and about somewhere, so get with us. Yeah, well, I'm sure Jerry will give us a nice pick for that on the air, and then, man, we can go to that soccer bar and just watch it and, and root for our money. And Jerry's been on fire with the soccer picks, guys. Follow him at Jerry Bonos on Twitter. Man, I've been playing a bunch of them. It's fun, man. It It's nice when you win money. You know, when you pull up your account and you win money, Jerry's been on fire. And I think Jerry would have been proud of me the other night. I was watching the Rockets game, and uh, it was it was game five that the game where Durant went out, and the, the Warriors went on a run there in the, the late second period, and uh, they were up by a lot. So I was able to get Rockets plus 13 and a half for the rest of the game. Wow. I, I, I just knew that they were, you know, all the games were close. So I knew it was going to, that they would tighten it back up, and sure enough, they did. Man, I was just counting my money, just sitting there on the couch at the end of the game because 13 and a half, that's nothing. So it's really nice that the live betting has come through for me big time. And it's basically because of Jerry. I really didn't do a lot of live betting before he got me into it. And it's just a really good way to find value, especially when you know something's going to swing back the other way. So that's something to pay attention to. Be going to Sports Map and checking Jerry's Bookie Busters because he updates it. Sometimes he'll do it at halftime. Yeah, you know, whenever, it just dep- whenever yeah. there's value, yeah. we're there. So definitely go check that out. Uh, one thing I did want to get to, and Jerry's going to give out a soccer pick this segment, guys. So stick around. Before we go to break, he's going to give one out to you. Just real quickly, I wanted to just get into this NFL thing here since we just have a couple minutes left. They, they put out this article here. It's basically ESPN's FPI index, and it's the, the 12 teams with the best title chances for the Super Bowl. So I'm just going to go through a, a few of them. You let me know what you think. Tied for ninth is the Browns. It says they got a 3% chance at winning the Super Bowl. Seem about right, a little low, a little high. Oh, man. I just I can't see a world where the Browns win it. <laughs> right? I don't know. What, what would that be like? Man, I don't know. I think Hell would probably freeze over if something like that happened. Now, the other team that's tied with them is the Falcons at 3%. You like the Falcons' chances better or the Browns? I like the Falcons. I think that they had a lot of pieces in place already. And what they do, they revamped the offensive line, Yep. which that goes to show you where their mind is. Julio is, is being team-friendly. I hear he's talking about making a friendly contract. Don't get me wrong. He wants to get paid, sure. but he wants to stick with that team. He's uh, Now in the day and age, when whenever you don't know if your wide receiver is going to be there, uh, to have a guy like Julio being there, that's such an asset. 
No doubt. All right, quickly move on. There's several teams uh, tied here at nine, and one of them's your Houston Texans at 3%. They're also tied with the Packers at 3%. As a Texans fan, that actually makes me feel kind of good when it feels like the Packers and the Texans have the same equal odds at winning the Super Bowl. Like, you know, you don't usually hear that with the Texans very often. If you gun to your head, Jerry, a betting man, Packers or Texans, who has the better chance at winning the Super Bowl this year? I think Texans. Yeah, yeah. I just not to say that they are, but I just there's a lot of there's a lot going on in Green Bay that we're just finding out now, and they think that uh, Mike McCarthy not being there is going to all of a sudden change that. But when you have Aaron Rodgers there, and if things don't go the way he wants them to, there's going to be some changes. That's a good point. The off season's been a little 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 rocky for them. This one kind of surprises me. Coming in at number six at five percent is the Bears. I know they had a great year last year, but I think a lot of people are thinking, can they do it again? I I'm, I like Trubisky. I think he can play, but that's me. They didn't have a lot of draft capital, so they weren't able to upgrade the team very With the much. Khalil Mack thing. Right, right. So not so much. The other team that's a little better odds, your Indianapolis Colts at 6%. They come in at number five. I think that they got a good shot. They had another nice draft. Colts are looking good. Their their schedule's a little easier than the Texans. So that seems about right. So let, let's get to the, the heart of the matter here. Coming in the top three, Patriots tied for third at 12%. Man, we never learn with the Patriots, do Never. We? You know? Never. Never. And also, one of the easiest schedules, strength yes. of schedules this year, um, obviously because of division, they obviously yeah. they're playing also. But I was looking at their – their draft and the free agency, yeah. they got better. They did. Uh, other than the going, don't get me wrong, Gronk, but he might be coming back. Are you seeing yeah. those rumors? Yeah, it's like what are you doing? And didn't they sign Ben Watson too? Yes, Out of retirement? they just signed yeah. Ben Watson. Uh, that team got better through the draft. I don't know how they pull this off every year. It, it's planning, though. They plan ahead. They, they do. plan ahead. They're willing to trade back years before, and that's why you don't realize whenever they come up to day two and then they say, the Patriots have seven picks coming up. Yeah. You're like, seven picks? Yeah. Every year, man. Because they know, they know when to take advantage of teams being desperate. Yeah, wanting to trade back up into the late first round, get that extra fifth-year option maybe on a quarterback. You hit, you hit it right there. And it's so pivotal when you when you start to, uh, talking about the fifth-year options and how it changes from the late first round to the second round. Yep. Uh, and usually the, the the Patriots are obviously drafting towards the end of the round. So that pick is, is huge, and you see mm-hmm. people try to come up and take it from them. And the Patriots don't have – uh, the specific need for any one person. So they are like, okay, w- w- our guy will probably be there anyways in the second yeah. round. Th- they just find a cluster of players that they kind of like all the same. And they're like, as long as one of those guys is still there when we pick, we're cool. And then we'll collect some more picks along the way. They know how to do it. Let's finally round this thing out. At 15%, the Saints at number two. 
I don't know. I thought I might have saw a little bit of slippage in Drew Brees at the end of the year last year. Some saying it was an injury that wasn't told. But, yeah, it's obvious that everything went down. All his stats went down. His uh, The accuracy wasn't there that you were led to expect yeah. from him. Now, don't get me wrong, the team's a little was a little more run-heavy. Sure. They've become that. They're not the Drew Brees-led Saints from four to five years ago when you expected them to just come out and air it out. They They – they ran it more, but now that Ingram's gone. Yeah, that's a big one. But don't get me wrong, not that that changes the whole way. Not because he split the backfield. Not that that changes it at all, but like you said, is this is this the same breeze? I don't see, you know, he, you know, back in the day when he had, you know, Teddy Ginn going down the field deep, you know, taking a lot of those shots back when they had Devery Henderson and just a whole bunch of different speed guys. You don't see him taking those deep shots nearly as much. It's more of a possession game with Mike Mike Thomas and, and Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. So they've kind of changed the way they do things. And we'll see. They got Latavius Murray to fill that role for Mark Ingram. So we'll see if, if he's able to do that. Then the final team on here. The Chiefs at 16%. And number one, with all the all the drama, all the offseason stuff, right? Uh, this one kind of surprises me. And this, I mean, this article's fresh. I mean, they know about all the possibilities with Tyreek Hill. And you know what I'm seeing a big trend of, Jerry, in fantasy drafts? You know who I'm seeing going in, like, the fourth round? Sammy Watkins. That's crazy. I don't even know if he'll play four games, right? much less four <laughs> rounds. No, seriously, Overreaction. Yes. People are about to overreact. This is the the time of overreactions, and a lot of those guys are going to be a lot of the the Baker Mayfields are going to be drafted. How many Browns yeah. players are going to be overdrafted this year? Oh man, uh, Odell might go in the first round. You still got Chubb. Yeah. Not to say that he's uh, not going to have the value where he ends up because. I think he's going to have a huge year. I do too. But people are going to overdraft him. Anybody, if people are going to want, they're going to want a piece of that Cleveland offense. Not knowing that this is the black and blue division. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's not forget that this isn't usually a division. This isn't uh, the Falcons, and the, you know what I mean when they're playing the Saints and Panthers. This yeah. isn't that. This isn't that. Nope. This is a black, this is usually a hard fought games tough and you telling me that they have to play the Ravens twice you have to have to play the Steelers twice Cincinnati's not exactly some they'll play you in some ugly games yeah bad weather games where you got to grind it out that's another good point yeah. bad weather games when it gets late in the year to have these guys stocked up like they're just automatic Baker's going to be the number one overall quarterback that's just tough but then again I'm not buying it. Mahomes is going to get drafted real early. I took a Twitter poll a few weeks back because I was curious, and I said, where does Mahomes end? Uh, under 30 touchdowns, 30 to 39, uh, 39 to f- uh, 49, or 50-plus, and it ended at a 30 to 39. That's what I would have probably selected for the vote. That makes sense. I I bet he will fall off about 20 touchdowns, especially if Tyree Kill's not there. Who knows if Damian Williams will pan out at running back. Kelsey's coming off that ankle. There's some questions for, and like you said, Sammy Watkins. You just breathe on him, and he misses four games. Just it's so heavily relying on the on the tight end to move. Don't get me yeah. wrong, the 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 Patriots did it for years, but sure. Kelsey, uh, he's going to have to do it consistently with no outside threats and with more attention on him. Well, you better keep paying attention here. When we come back, Max Betts. I know that we. Uh, we, we keep teasing it. No, the game's a little later, actually. The game when we're going to drop all of our uh, long green ducats in the word of Booker T. When we get back, 
We'll give you that winner. You listen to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Three is at the dope, ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip the Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low depth, but we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN975.com. Live from the ESPN 975 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe knows. We got at Clutch City Cam on Twitter behind the glass. And uh, I don't know if you saw this thing here with the White House and the, the Red Sox getting invited to the White House. And. This has nothing to do with any kind of politics, but I just find it funny. Uh, when they welcomed the Red Sox to the White House, they spelled Red Sox like S-O-C-K-S instead of S-O-X, you know, like it's actually on <laughs> on their website and their uniforms and, and basically everything ever, one of the you know franchises that's been around the longest. So they, they, they get Red Sox wrong. So I'm sure somebody's getting fired for that. And what bothers me is when people say stuff like, oh, well, they're politicians. They're not into sports or whatever. You can't do a quick Google search. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I do social media for a living. If I'm not sure how something's spelled, you quickly Google it and use that information before you put it on your website or before you tweet it out and put it on Facebook. And then the other thing I thought was funny is that they congratulated them on winning – the 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 World Cup series. <laughs> they were the World Cup series champions from last year, Jerry. I don't know if you knew about that. Red Sox World Cup series champions last year. Like, how, how can you get that wrong? I don't know. <laughs> Out of all things, you mix. You had one job. Yes, yes. It's like a mixture of like the Stanley Cup, the the World Cup, and the World Series, like all in one big mistake. Like a game cast. Yes, <laughs> yes. A, a game cast. <laughs> Yes, I, I saw like Alex Cora didn't go, the manager of the Red Sox. I think he did it for political reasons, but uh, he clearly could have done it just for dumbass reasons. You know, like Google is your friend. You know, use it. It, it comes in very handy, especially before you're doing a press release. You might want to check the Google machine, or if if you're gonna have you know athletes and celebrate teams that win championships come in. Maybe pay attention to sports and actually be fans or just don't do it. it. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I just want to bring that up. I find that hilarious because, man, if, if you're missing those kind of details, imagine the other type of details that are getting missed. You know what I mean? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, like way more important details that are probably getting missed. One detail that we won't miss is this French bet, Marseille. Excuse me for my French people out there if I'm mis, uh, mispronouncing that against Leon. In this particular match, we get two high flying teams. Uh, and Leon, they've scored 60 goals this year. Marseille, 54. But the problem is they've both allowed over 40 goals. In this particular matchup, being okay, so everyone out there, the soccer leagues are coming to an end. And this is again when you can find. Value teams that are that are checked out. 
Well, now Leon, they're they're in the top three right now with sixty three points. So they need they want to get a they want to get some kind of a result out of this. And I see them getting just that in this particular matchup. Uh, the last time they played four to two. The time before that three to two. Four out of the last five have seen at least three goals, with one of them uh, going 2-0 in a game that had 34 combined shots. That should have seen the extra goal. I don't see how these two teams don't get to three. The over-under sits at three minus 125. Give me, in France, Leon game over three goals. The big max bet of the day. It's a little bit later, but we'll give it out now. Uh, Beautiful. I will be getting in on that action it's been a blast betting the soccer, man. And, and now that, you know, NBA, at least the Rockets are, are coming to an end. We, you know, we have our Astros to pay attention to. But, man, let's bet the soccer. And you were just telling me today, like, there's going to be a little break here in soccer, right? With the, What is it, the Premier League that's going to take a break? Premier League ended. Uh, the German League's coming to an end today. The French League, the one we just gave out, they're coming to an end. Everything's coming to a Now, soccer's one of the few sports, though, that the it's not a big off season like how yeah, you see right. in football. It, it just... It turns around real quick. International tournaments start, like I said, June 15th. You have Copa America, so you'll have all the South American teams going off. And uh, you, I can't get enough of it. Like I love soccer uh, from, a, from a, a fan standpoint for sure, but also from a, a, a betting perspective as it gives me more options and I get chances to find bad lines like the one that we found here in France. Make sure that you hit that over. Man, I'm definitely going to do it. And are you going to have more plays today? Is this the only play? We got one segment. When we come back, before we leave this show, we'll drop the two two NBA bets. Woo, two NBA. I like that. And I also want to get your thoughts on... Like long term, is is there a is there a bet to be made now on like betting who's going to win the NBA championship? Is there is there a futures type bet? Did did the Warriors show you enough in what they did the Rockets to maybe fire on them or or maybe you like the Bucks something like that? So we'll get to the NBA stuff. Man, it looks like we're already up against a break here. But uh, hey, guys, we got a lot more for you here on Moneyline. Jerry's got some more plays for you. So. Stick right where you are. And, hey, if you still want to get in your, your thoughts on the Rockets and how disappointing that was, we got you. You we want to give a shout-out to moms on there? Yeah. Go ahead. Call us in. We're, we're, we're here for it. We got the last segment. Anything you want to make it happen, 713-780-3776. Money on. Baby, baby, if you keep it real. One love for a thug, let me tell you how I feel. So real when I hold your body close to mine. Every time I'm with your man, I swear it's going with die. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. ESPN975.com. Live from the ESPN975 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe at Clutch City Cam behind the glass. We are with you on this fine Mother's Day Sunday. I want to wish a happy Mother's Day to my mom and a happy belated birthday Got to have some dinner with her last night, so that's always nice to get to hang out with the fam and nice to see them. And, uh, hey, we only got one segment left, so if you stuck around, Jerry's going to give you some NBA picks. They are coming up, but you're going to have to hold tight for a little while. 
If you got any rocket stuff, get it in. If you want to get it off your chest, 713-780-3776. I did want to talk about, Cam, our favorite league, right? The, the AAF, you know, best league ever. Our, <laughs> a, our AAF fantasy league, that didn't really pan out, did it, Jerry? <laughs> that, that did not happen very well. But basically everything they've done has become a total disaster. And, and I saw this story. I thought this was hilarious. And remember, they had that San Antonio team. They were called the San Antonio Commanders. And they were talking here, and basically the season ended, and and it ended abruptly. Like nobody really knew the league was going to fold. And one of their employees said, you know, it was a great atmosphere until it closed up, and they were all really tight, and he was even having a kid at the time, and he wasn't able to fly back for the birth, but a lot of his coworkers kind of, you know, were with him, you know, doing a FaceTime type thing, trying to, you know, congratulate him on having a kid. And he says, you know, that was great. You know, we were getting along great. And then the league folded, and he said everything changed. He goes, as soon as the league folded, and I quote, I watched the biggest loot fest I'd ever seen, says Sternberg. <laughs> Cameras disappeared, flat screens. He goes, I watched a full-time coach walk out of the building carrying a 55-inch TV. I watched people carry out printers. It was unbelievable. Can you imagine a that? Printer. A imagine printer. That. Imagine that. It's Zepson. Yeah. Like, I'm out. <laughs> This is it even a laser printer? It just get, the stories get worse and worse with that. And uh, I saw the XFL this week; they secured some big TV deals, which yeah. that that actually makes you serious. It, it makes it. It makes. I think. I. I don't think that uh, they're going to have the same problems. Don't get me wrong; you're going up uh, against. I'm not going to say up against, but they're they're trying to be the, uh, a giant like that is NFL, but. Securing those TV deals is a big, big, big deal. That's a big deal. You know, I actually looked at their schedule, and it's only 10 weeks long. And then the the playoffs start. And it basically starts right after the Super Bowl. So I think that's probably smart by Vince McMahon is just keeping it short, right? And essentially, right after the Super Bowl, you're not competing with baseball until April. You know, so you get a good part of March and February to before baseball starts. Now you will have a little bit of March Madness to compete with, but in general, you're really just going to kind of go up to let's see their their Super Bowl, their championship is on April 26th, and that's right around when the draft usually is. So I think they found a really nice window there where they're not competing with baseball too much. There's not much going on, and then it kind of leads right up to the draft. So. In theory, I think it's smart that it's only a 10-week season because, you know, if you're just kind of dipping your toe in the water, you don't want to make this thing too big and too long. And, and just getting 10 weeks of TV contracts is, is probably easier to put together than, you know, 16 weeks or something like that. Yeah, keep it short and sweet. I mean, this is where they're doing it is the perfect gap. Like you said, you're not competing with the NFL because the season's over. College right. football is not really on the horizon. Basketball season is still kind of towards the regular end of right. the regular season, so you're not worried about playoffs. And then, yeah, baseball. Baseball doesn't start till April, and nobody watches the first thirty games anyway. So this is this is much more well done by the XFL than whatever that other league was. <laughs> I tell you something, people will be watching tonight. What's Game that? of Thrones? Oh, no doubt. And tonight, expect to see someone that you see usually with a helmet on. It's been a it's been rumored that Aaron Rodgers will be appearing somewhere in Game of Thrones. He uh, he had a tweet a couple weeks ago. And he put a uh, hashtag episode five should be good for hashtag four more episodes. This was after episode one. Expect to see uh, the quarterback back there. But, you know, Twitter is undefeated. 
<laughs> what do they got now? First guy comes on there, Twitter trolling. He uh, he puts uh, yeah, and he overthrows his first spear by twenty yards. <laughs> Damn! Lord Aaron of the House of Rogers, protector of Lambo, thrower of Hail Marys, master of the discount double check. <laughs> The way those people treat their families in that show, I'm not surprised you made it, too. Oh, man. That is, yeah. I'll leave it at that one. There's a few more, but that was death right there. The Internet's undefeated. No matter what you try to do, they're gonna, they'll come back and get you. So uh, look for Rogers. I, I'm, I mean, I'm curious what role he'll have. If we'll even recognize him, yeah. He gets in there and he kisses the Starbucks cup that, off the table. He just takes it off the table. <laughs> he waves. And watch, the Packers are going to miss the playoffs, and everybody's going to say it's because Aaron Rodgers wasn't prepared because he was too busy being on Game of Thrones. He pops up like that guy at uh, the old Mortal Kombat. Whoopsie! <laughs> <laughs> he just, whoopsie! No, no doubt about it. I, I'm going to look for him tonight, and they've they've had some flubs lately, so hopefully Aaron's not a part of that. But I'm excited. There's only two episodes left. I'm kind of of the opinion that almost everything big is going to happen tonight on Game of Thrones. And then next week will just be kind of tying up loose ends kind of thing. I waited too long to get in. And do you watch it? I do. I, I, I think I've seen every episode, all, all the seasons. I waited too long, but now I know from all the commentary of what's happening this. So yeah. I think it makes it kind of. Uh, pointless because watch say i go back and watch a different i'm like well, you gonna die yeah you gonna die and you're gonna die true so you you know what i mean it just kind of takes it takes it all the uh, all the bang out of it that's true but i will say the one good thing is it's like every hbo series whole lots of nudity the first season like that's how that's how they get you pulled into the show so you know i'm just saying jerry might be worth checking out the the first season you know, just for other reasons. I'm going to show you something <laughs> that you need to check out. This is a gambling show. We talk about money. Now, this is a different type of gamble. Apple stock is about a $200 a share right now. If you would have bought that stock 10 years ago, uh, 1000 would have invested you. Uh, you would have $24,000 right now. Now, in May 22nd, 2009, $17.50 a share. Oof. Man, I, I I read this and it's because I tried to get on the Bitcoin yeah. uh, move and that didn't work so well. So I asked myself, uh, I don't want to miss opportunities because supposedly a thousand dollar investment into Netflix twelve years ago, one hundred and ten thousand. It makes me want to get that that time machine going from Avengers Endgame, you know, where you could go back or, or get that sports almanac from Biff from Back to the Future. You know, something like that would be sweet. <laughs> Seriously. I've always wanted that sports almanac. I know, right? I always said, like, what would I do with it? Like, how, how much would you take a peek? Because you, you can't get greedy and look too much because then you'll forget it. Yeah. So you, I think I would just go like Super Bowl champions, like boom, boom, yeah. boom. Give me those. Give me the, uh, the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. That's the one I, I think because that's where you can make your most money. I've, yeah. I've had this conversation. It's funny you brought that up. I've thought, what would be the first thing that I would look at in the sports almanac? I'm going to the Kentucky Derby, and I'm, and I'm rolling. I'm, so I want to see the top four horses in that yeah. event, and I'm rolling. And that's unassuming, right? Because any dumbass can just get lucky betting horses. So people might just chalk it up to dumb luck, you know, and, and they wouldn't automatically assume that, that you know something. That's what I do at Sam Houston. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I just know I'm buying dollar beers and putting money on horses with funny names. I used to go out to the dog track and see the dogs come out, which one poop first. You know, you're like, <laughs> he's going to be lighter. But then I think, yeah. I think the, the race 
racetrack started adjusting and they were all pooping. Yeah. I'm like, what are they feeding these? They changed their diet. What are they feeding these greyhounds? But something I'm going to feed you here before we get out of here. We got the Nuggets, Blazers, Sixers, Raptors. I'm going to make it short, sweet, simple. Game seven, Portland, Denver. I think that it's going under 213 and a half. Uh, game seven nerves. I think they'll be in that building. The home road splits in this series have been everything. The home team has been dominant. Uh, teams that that have been, give, have been given points in the game before and that win game six, eight and 20 straight up in the last 28, that's not a good number for me. Now, the spread is five and a half. It's right outside where I would like it to be. I would like it to be at about four. And that's where the last game was whenever it was in Denver. It was about around the four-point range. The books have caught on to these road splits, and they added the adjustment of one and a half points because you figured in a game uh, seven, after these teams have been going back and forth, and maybe it'd be a little shorter to game seven. But why'd y'all add a point and a half? Because y'all see what I'm seeing as well, the road splits. So in that case, take the under 213 and a half. And in the final game, I think the Raptors are going to pull this out. Uh, I just I don't think the Sixers uh, have the spine that's needed to win in these playoffs. Now, the Raptors have always been the baby Raptors, but now that 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 the, the LeBron is gone, this is their chance to finally break on through to, to bigger spots. So this is the way we're going to do it. Raptors, Sixers first half over 103 and a half. Give me Raptors team total over 108. That's the big play. The team total Raptors over 108. Max play. Give me over first half 103 and a half over 210 and a half for the game that should put a little bit of money in your pockets don't forget about the big friend uh france play if you missed it it it's on audio uh podcast uh, arena see what you did there if you missed it you got to go back and check us out yep that's going to be podcast arena pull up money line you can listen to the podcast and that's all available right there podcast arena great show guys great show cam enjoyed it once again, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out Shout there. Shout out to all the moms out there. Thank you for everything that you did for us as kids. And all the, mom, the moms, my wife, thank you for everything that you do for our kids. It's truly, truly appreciated. No doubt. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Moneyline, ESPN. Peace. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline97.5.